Hello, it's Dr. Tyra Hodge here with day five of your teacher's 30 days of prayer journal. So remember that the journals look like this and like this. Get your journals. If you don't have one, that's okay. Just follow along with us today. I want to introduce to you uh, Miss Melissa Martin. She's been a teacher for many, many years. Oh, come on. Some years. <laughs> and so she's going to do a day five for us. And matter of fact, which is interesting, I really had a hard time trying to find people to do day five because it was really tough. But um, Melissa has um, just really grown and flourished in the Lord. Um, she does a lot of uh, stuff for our governor, has been appointed to some different committees and everything. And so she knows how to answer tough questions. And so it was really appropriate for her to do this day. Um, but Melissa, I want to go ahead and welcome you to 30 okay. Days of Prayer. I'm excited. Yeah. And so um, would you like to share your scripture with us today that you have? Sure. Will this make me look more intelligent? Oh, oh yeah, see. you look smart. Hmm. I just <laughs> I just started wearing readers. Don't judge me. Okay, so um, day five is from Matthew five, verse nineteen, and that verse reads: Therefore, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Well, when when Tyra first asked me um, to discuss this devotional and I read that that verse, I was thinking to myself, OK, I'm going to have to look at this in context and, and read more. So I did. So can I read a little more? Yes, it's very important that when somebody quotes a scripture um, that you just don't take the scripture uh, as it is by itself. You need to, there's something called a pericope and the pericope is the beginning of a thought and the ending of the thought. And, and so, and I think that's probably what stumped a lot of people when I gave them uh, this particular day to do. It was hard because they forgotten to, to look at the particular, pericope of it. And so, of course, Melissa, our junior scholar over here, she she did. She went back and she looked at the context and then she was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is what this means. But this is a tough conversation today. And so, and I think it's appropriate that she does it. Well, you know, this this is tough and it's, it's truthfully convicting and it's difficult because as educators, we get put in positions oftentimes um, where people, um, they, they almost kind of bully us into thinking that our beliefs are, are not okay and that we're being judgmental and we're being critical. And they try to force us to condone um, certain behaviors and um, in certain acts. But remember, we had a politician actually say about three years ago that Christians would have to change their views. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that we can agree on is that we cannot change what the word of God says. No. His word, God's word is going to last forever. When everybody else is gone, God's, even though the world may try to get rid of it, God's word is going to last forever. Exactly. Exactly. So when, when you look at this in context, okay, putting on my pretty glasses again. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 
what it says. And, and this is Jesus speaking. And he says, do not think that I've come to abolish the law or the prophets. So that right there says a lot because it's, you know, he's telling us here, he didn't come to abolish the old Testament. Okay. He goes on to say, I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. I tell you the truth until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Anyone who breaks one of these least commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Now, if, if you have a study Bible, it's um, it's so helpful to be able to, to kind of, you know, when you're reading this and, and be able to understand some of the, the background in what's going on, because, you know, um, the, when we're talking about law, there were different kinds of law um, that the Old Testament referred to. It was the ceremonial law. It was the civil law and then the moral law. The moral law, Jesus did not change. OK, and so a lot of times you'll hear people talk about, um, oh, that's Old Testament. OK, and so is the Ten Commandments. But he said that he came. He didn't come to do away with it. He right. came to fulfill, fulfill it. it. Fulfill it. Right. And so there there are a lot of things, especially in certain uh, just to be quite blunt and bold. There are certain lifestyles that um, in today's culture were expected to not only tolerate, but even embrace right. and celebrate. OK. Right. And. You know, Jesus is telling us here that, you know, word for word, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. You know, ladies and gentlemen, this is where we have to take a firm stand. And mm -hmm. and and I do want you to uh, make sure that that you practice discernment, you know, ask God to give you wisdom and how you respond when because they really our students sometimes, because they're wanting to challenge your, our viewpoints, they'll, right. they'll know that you're a Christian and they'll come and they'll say, you know, well, this is my lifestyle. How do you feel about that? And we have to be obviously very careful about and, how we respond. And, and this is the thing. And I mean, it, it's happening all over the United States now, you know, about the baker, the uh, florist. You, some of you are going to be set up. You're going to be set up, and I think it's important that you've already thought about what mm -hmm. you need to say when that time comes and how you're going to say it. Because, mm -hmm. of course, you want to be tactful and you want to say things in love, but it's very important. And um, we're talking to truth. Melissa, yes, er, earlier that that it's it's truth because I've actually been guilty and now I'm feeling a little convicted. But that, all that means is that I need to change my approach. And so, you know, nobody's perfect. And so where I see that I've had a little fault, I'm going to learn to change my approach. And I think Melissa has a few suggestions on that. Well, you know, um, if, if you want to just be blunt, like if a student comes and, you know, I've had students come to me and, and say, you're a Christian. Well, I'm gay. How do you feel about that? And, you know, or what they like to do is they'll say, well, I'm gay. And I'm like, well, I'm straight. I'm like, why are you even, I mean, why are we discussing this? I don't understand the relevance. Um, and they'll ask me, do you think that's wrong? And I just tell them, you know, um, well, I, I believe what the Bible says. Um, but I also believe that, you know, when the Bible tells me that I'm supposed to be loving and that's, that's the greatest commandment is to love God and then to love others. Yes. And so, 
you know, I don't tell them, oh, that lifestyle is okay. I don't do that. I tell them, I believe what the Bible says about it, but I also believe that God loves you and I'm supposed to love you too. And I'm not going to treat you any differently and I'm not going to love you any less. Um, and then that's pretty much where the conversation stops because, yes. you know, it's, um, we do have to be very careful. Um, but, you know, I was telling Tyra that one of the things that happens is society and this culture, they love to use humor. You know, the, um, the devil will use humor to get us to accept and condone things. And I've been guilty of that as well. Um, and it was actually my Sunday school teacher that was the one that pointed out to me that anything that hung Jesus from the cross is not funny. Wow. And that is when it occurred to me that wow. some of the behaviors that we can, that we see um, mm -hmm. in TV or just in general that we kind of laugh at because we can find it to be amusing. Mm -hmm. Is it really funny? if Jesus hung from the cross because of any of those behaviors. And, and it's not just, you know, about sexuality. It can be about any, anything. Any We've kind of all behavior. sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And I, I, I do believe there are some sins that lead to death, but for, except for those, those sin, it's, it's all sin on the surface. So if I'm sitting here gossiping about my friend or a coworker or gossiping in the teacher's mm -hmm. lounge, I am just as guilty as anybody else that has committed something wrong mm -hmm. in this. But right. the good thing is, is that there is grace and there's a forgiveness and there's what you call repentance mm -hmm. is when you change, you know, you change. That's, absolutely. Absolutely. And we have to be careful about how we behave. Because that's also even if even if we're not doing it with words, we're doing it with actions as far as how we teach. Right. You know, I had um, a group of students a couple of years ago at a conference and it was in Dallas and, and it, in a hotel where there were a lot of floors. And one of my students came to me and said, you know, I feel so thirsty. And another adult that was with us said, well, you know, there was a container that was set up with water. Just go get some out of there. And she said, well, do you think that's okay? And I said, I'm sure it's fine. You know, we're waiting to compete and they're going to understand you're thirsty. Well, the other adult said, just tell them you're diabetic and, and you've got to take medication if they catch you. I said, no. I mean, you know, and they thought it was funny, but I was like, uh, excuse me, that's teaching them to be dishonest. No, just be honest and tell them my teacher won't let me go down to another floor because we're waiting to compete and I'm really thirsty. I have a feeling they'll be okay with you getting some water and honesty is just always the best. So, you know, there's so many ways that, that we can, you know, think it's funny to, even, you know, make up lies about why we do stuff. I mean, there's or gossip or, you right. know, there, there are just so many sinful things, sinful acts that we oftentimes through our actions mm -hmm. or even through jokes or um, or even by starting to feel bullied and afraid. So we'll we'll pretend even that maybe we condone it or accept it. Right. And I think that's kind of where I've been. And I think that, you know, with some of my testimony and I'm not going to share it here because is just not the time as far as that goes. But some of the things that um, that come up and that that once an answer, it may have been something that I struggled with or have done in the past. And so I probably would rather not talk about it or I'd rather not, you know, put it out there when I'm faced with to when I'm faced to give an answer for it. And so, and I think sometimes we might get kind of caught up into that or maybe, you know, you know, drinking, you know, underage drinking, for instance. Well, I, I may have a hard time. I mean, underage drinking is wrong, so don't get me wrong. But when it, when it, but 
you know, what if I like wine? You know, and so there may be that bit of conflict, and so you're you're kind of like, and so you know, sometimes it's hard to get a give an answer when you know that you might be struggling with the same thing. I'm not gay. You're not gay. No. Okay. I do kiss girls though. Well, twenties. Sorry, that's awkward. I'm not. I'm not really worried about you kissing me. My husband will be home and just going to knock me out. I'm just no. I don't do that. No, 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 no. I don't do that. This is a joke. We're being funny. See, I'm sorry. I don't want to hang Jesus on the cross again. I wasn't joking though. My husband really is cute. That part. My husband's okay too. Have you met my husband yet? No. Oh, he's so cute. I've just seen that. And he plays guitar and he sings and that is so sexy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, anyway, but we're still on video. (laughs) So let's (laughs) so let's close out um of this um awkward session. And so, but I think we got a lot of good no, I'm just kidding. We got a lot of good information because this was actually a very tough topic today. And so um we want to close out. Melissa, uh, Melissa's gonna pray for us and pray for your day to close this out, and we will see you tomorrow. All right. Heavenly Father, we come before you at this time and pray that you just help us to have discernment, have wisdom, be able to stand firm and to be courageous, but also to do that with love and to be able to live out your commandments and your all of the expectations that you have for us. And while we're not perfect and we're not capable of being perfect, you still please help us to attempt to to follow your will and to do it to the best of our abilities with you giving us that support. God, I thank you for loving us and we love you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. <laughs> oh, is it already on? No. She's laughing. <laughs> laughing. Cuz that's being funny and I shouldn't be funny because sometimes it's not funny. I shouldn't be funny. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>